Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew 2, verses 1 through 8. A couple things I've learned already in this Bible overview now that we're in the New Testament. One is we're going to go very slowly through this. We're not going to take a ton of verses at a time because every one of these verses, phrases, is packed with significant meaning. And we're only going to really scratch the surface, but we're going to at least go slow enough that we can scratch the surface pretty well. The second thing is we're going to keep these podcasts to about six minutes. Just try to shorten it up. Felt like they got a little long in the Old Testament. Not that we shouldn't be able to give our attention to the scriptures for at least seven minutes, but we're going to shorten it down to at least six. So it's going to be a while. Hope you stick with us for the long haul. And I'm going to read through this and then make a few comments. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. This is from Micah. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. Obviously, Herod is blowing smoke at these guys. Herod has no interest in worship him. He has interest in killing him because he's a threat to the throne. Check this out. When Herod the king heard this, verse 3, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. Well, of course, when he heard that the king of the Jews was born, this is a threat to his very sovereignty, to his throne. What do you mean the king of the Jews? I'm the king and my descendants will continue to reign as king. Don't tell me there's some other king of the Jews. We're going to take this kid out as soon as we find out where he's at. What's interesting, which I have always blown over and not really thought about, says he was troubled, but all Jerusalem was troubled with him. This is the scribes, the teachers of the law, the chief priests, the elders in the Jewish community. Why are they troubled? They're troubled for basically the same reason that Herod was, except from a different perspective. Their power is threatened. What do you mean? This king's going to come in here, the king of the Jews? That means we're going to be not as important as we are. We're not going to be the go-to guys. We're not going to be the guys who are setting the standard and setting the direction for the country. We're not going to be the ones that everyone does whatever we tell them to do. If this king is coming, then our power and our role and our platform is going to be diminished. So Herod Herod and the religious people, the Jews in Jerusalem, were both troubled by the coming of Jesus. You know, it could be said that we might be threatened by the coming of Jesus into our lives as well. I truly believe that there are some atheists, not all atheists, but I think there are some atheists who, they're not atheists because they have reasoned it out and they have come to the logical conclusion that there is no God. I think at the end of the day, some atheists are atheists because they do not want to submit to another king. They don't want to give up control of their lives. They want to call the shots. They don't want to live by some kind of moral code that is prescribed by this king. But I'll tell you what, friend, if you're threatened by Jesus, the king, then you're going to have no part in the free gift of salvation that he has to offer. Jesus doesn't come to rule us and conquer us the way that you might think a king would, the way that the people of Jerusalem, the leaders and the scribes and the Pharisees and the way Herod was. Jesus comes to save us. Remember, that's what it said in verse 
verse one, he come to save us from our sins. And so we need to receive Jesus. We need to believe in his name. We need to believe that what he did by living a perfect life and dying a sinless death was the only thing that could reconcile us to God, that could fix the problem of our sins so that through faith in him, we receive the righteousness and perfection of Christ that we can't live. And through faith in him, we receive payment for the penalty that we owe God for our sin, which is death. This is not a king who's coming in to tell us, you have to live this way. You have to do this. And then you can be accepted in my family. This is a king who says, hey, this is a free gift. And once you put your faith in me, the Holy Spirit will indwell you and you will naturally, by the power of the Spirit in you, become more and more submitted to the design that I have created for your life. Because your life is more abundant when you live by that design. Friends, I've found that to be true, even against my own will. And that is the great message of the gospel. One other thing I want to talk about in this text is this star. It's probably not a natural phenomenon. There are some people who try to squeeze this into their naturalistic view of the world. They don't have any space in their mind or in their system for supernatural things. If you don't have space for supernatural things, then you don't have space for the God of the universe because he is supernatural. So this is probably not a comet. This is probably not some natural thing that happens to show up at the time of Christ's birth. This is almost certainly a supernatural event. Some have suggested that God may have put an angel that looked like a star in the sky to guide the wise men as they came from the east. Some suggest that it was just a heavenly being like a star, except not a star that was created just for this purpose and put in that place for that time. But this is supernatural. Other thing that's interesting is these wise men who are coming. They would have been people in that day who were experts in mysteries and dream interpretation, astrology. They would have studied sacred writings of all kinds and pursued wisdom and magic. So there's a good chance they were familiar with the prophecy that was in the book of Numbers when Balaam said, a star shall come out of Jacob and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. So when they saw this, they thought, whoa, something's going on in Israel. Something's going on in Bethlehem. We got to go check this out. Fascinating. Isn't it cool to dig into this a little bit instead of just read over it at Christmas time and move on? Hope you join us tomorrow for more of Matthew chapter two. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can also find our weekly 30 minute radio broadcast which airs on stations around the world and where you can listen to our conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting christians we also want to highlight two ministry partners first is the cedar falls bible conference whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on saturday july 30th through saturday august 6th in 2022 Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.